As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. This is Dr. Grande. Today's question asks, is narcissistic behavior ever delusional? So a delusion is a fixed false belief, and many narcissistic behaviors seem to align with this description. So I'm going to review three common narcissistic behaviors that are examples of this potential alignment, and then answer this question about narcissistic behavior and is it ever delusional. So let's take a look at three narcissistic behaviors that sometimes seem delusional. Behavior number one. This is the narcissist not admitting when they're wrong. So when a narcissist is clearly wrong and they know that they are wrong, they make up an excuse as to why they might appear incorrect. For example, you might ask a narcissist what time the local grocery store closes. Let's say the actual time is midnight. So the store closes at midnight in reality. And the narcissist might say that it closes at 1 a.m. So you drive over there at 1230 thinking you have some time but then you see the grocery store is closed. The narcissist might say, well, someone told them it was open, so that person was at fault. Or it used to be open to one o'clock and something must have changed. Or maybe even that you had the time wrong. So as you were driving over there, you thought it was 12.30, but it was actually like 1.30. Rather than admit responsibility, the narcissist tries to turn a wrong into a right. So I think what's happening here most of the time is that at some level, the narcissist does actually know that they're wrong, but they simply can't sustain the hit to their ego that they believe would occur if they admitted their wrongdoing. In a sense, there's a little bit of paranoia, I think, here as well. They assume others will be particularly unkind to them if they admit fault, when most people, I think, would actually be appreciative that somebody admitted that they were wrong, that they took responsibility. You could also look at this from the point of view of being self-centered. The narcissist believes that other people would react like they would react, right? So they take their own feelings and thoughts and they think that other people have the same thing. So with this logic, they know that they would be unkind to somebody who was wrong. So they assume that other people would be unkind to them. Looking at example number two, we see that the narcissist believes that they are better in every way. They're better at everything. They're smarter more attractive, more competent, they have a higher level of skill 
across every dimension. They also get to define the word better itself, right? They get to decide what better means. We see so many examples of this. With something like attraction, narcissists will look at somebody else who's clearly attractive and say, although I can understand how some people might be attracted to that person, they're not truly attractive. So the narcissist appoints themselves as the person who decides what types of characteristics are actually attractive. So evidently, they're in charge of that. In terms of intelligence, if the narcissist has an IQ of 95 and another person has an IQ of 105, then the test is bad, right? Then IQ tests don't really measure intelligence. Now, that's a separate debate, but clearly IQ and intelligence are strongly correlated. So they might say that IQ doesn't mean anything. It's just a number. Now, if a narcissist has an IQ of 130, that's two standard deviations above the mean because an IQ, a standard deviation, is 15 points. So 130 is an exceptionally high IQ. Then the narcissist might have a greater appreciation for the validity of IQ, right? In that case, they're going to believe that IQ means something, but still only in a sense, only in a certain way. They would believe that the IQ test is remarkably accurate for values up to 130. So scores lower than 130 and including 130, but it's invalid above 130. So any score above 130 is really just the same thing as 130. Or they might say that if somebody has an IQ higher than 130, they have a special type of intelligence that comes with certain drawbacks. So they're glad their IQ isn't any higher than it is. They have a perfect IQ, right? So they're at that IQ level where any higher would somehow be negative. And of course, any lower would be negative. I saw a situation where someone received a score of 120, but the two was handwritten and it looked like a three. So they went around saying that they had this IQ of 130 and how perfect that was. But then again, looking at the handwritten IQ, it was evident that it was 120. So the individual had to go back and change her story and then explain how 120 was actually the perfect IQ. So essentially, the individual made up their own truth, their own version of the truth, and then modified their own version of the truth. As luck would have it, narcissists also have the perfect height and weight as well, right? They do the same thing with those constructs. I've heard individuals with narcissistic traits say that tape measures are designed to report less length than there actually is. So I guess like a foot would be represented on the tape measure as like 14 inches. I don't know why a tape measure manufacturer would do this, but I've heard this. I've also heard this argument that gravity is different in the part of the world where the person is being weighed, and therefore their weight has been drastically altered potentially adding as much as 20 pounds to their actual weight. Now, interestingly, gravity can be different based on where you are in the world. For example, at a high altitude, like on top of a very tall mountain, your weight would be a little bit lower. Or if you're standing in the Arctic Circle, your weight would be a little bit higher. Although, of course, your actual mass remains the same, the level of gravity would be slightly different. The difference is less than 1% between the most extreme points on Earth, and it doesn't tend to change. So the idea that somebody can weigh 20 pounds more based on their location would only make sense if they weighed over 2,000 pounds. The heaviest human ever recorded was 1,400 pounds. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Now, sometimes what we see is that the narcissist does admit that somebody else is better at something, but then they say that that ability is not useful or it's irrelevant. For example, if the narcissist used to play the guitar and they see someone performing at a vastly superior level than what they could do, they might say that music or art in general doesn't produce anything and is really just a waste of time. So they will denigrate an entire area of interest just to protect their ego. So what's going on with this example of the narcissist believing that they're better at everything? I think most of the time this is best explained by antagonism and the belief that they are truly special. We know that's a characteristic of individuals who are narcissistic. They believe they are special or unique. So now moving on to example number three, the narcissist forces a situation to align with their goals, even when it defies logic or reality. Much of the time, this forceful behavior is manifested as a false allegation. This is particularly common in work settings, as well as in close relationships like romantic relationships. The trick here for the narcissist is it's more than just a false allegation to a third party in which they are lying behind your back. It's a false allegation that they say directly to you and they expect you to believe it. Really, they demand that you believe it. They're trying to convince you that their clearly false allegation is somehow true, even when you know it's not. This behavior is sometimes referred to as gaslighting. Now, when this occurs, this is when narcissism does appear to take on characteristics of delusional thinking, that fine line between extreme narcissism and delusions. Many people make false allegations about other people, but they don't expect the victim of those false allegations to believe the accusations. I remember a situation where an individual with narcissistic traits made false allegations that were refuted on video. She alleged that a coworker parked in her parking space. Now, the vehicles were somewhat similar, but the video showed the other person getting out of the car, and you could clearly see it was not the person who was accused. Furthermore, 
that same camera capture the person that was accused parking her car in a completely different space, right? The way the angle was, you saw the parking space that was the issue of the dispute and where the other person parked. The individual with narcissistic traits looked right at the video recording and could not explain it. She could not explain how her accusation was impossible given what was on the video. So eventually she offered this explanation that it was a matter of perception. She said that she saw one thing on that video recording and that other people saw another. So as I mentioned, this particular behavior, the one associated with false accusations, seems to align with delusional thinking. I think what's happening most of the time is it's just simple lying. The narcissist wants to get their way and they're willing to do what it takes for that to happen. But the idea that the narcissist believes they can convince other people that the lie is true certainly pushes the limit between the realm of non-delusional and delusional thought processing. So now going back to the original question, are narcissistic beliefs ever delusional? Let's take a closer look at this. In a sense, the word delusional is reserved when beliefs appear more extreme. Usually when we see one delusion, we see others. It's rare to see an individual with delusional thinking and have just one item be wrapped up with that delusion or a few items and the rest of the thinking be relatively normal. We don't typically see that. Delusions are considered a part of psychosis, a break from reality. And psychosis can manifest as delusions, hallucinations, or both. Usually psychosis is discussed in the context of mental disorders like schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder, bipolar disorder with psychotic features, or major depressive disorder with psychotic features. Often the delusions are related to some alleged persecutory behavior, like the person believes they're being chased or spied on by a government agency and that agency is trying to harm them. And they're also associated with a marked decrease in functioning. Now, one could certainly make the argument that a narcissist doesn't function as well as a non-narcissist. For example, they tend to get in trouble with the law and in trouble in work settings. But in other situations, narcissists tend to succeed, even when they're doing something destructive and antisocial. Extreme personality traits like those we see with personality disorders, including narcissistic personality disorder, are thought to be maladaptive. So they're not helpful for functioning in society, but they're not typically thought of as delusional. A person with a personality disorder can have delusions, but those delusions would be associated with another disorder, what we call a comorbid mental disorder. For example, somebody with narcissistic personality disorder could also have bipolar disorder with psychotic features. Interestingly, paranoid, schizoid, and schizotypal personality disorders, these are the personality disorders in cluster A, right? So this is the odd eccentric cluster. We see that these disorders are thought to be on a continuum with schizophrenia. But again, these personality disorders are not characterized by delusions. Although some of the behaviors that are manifested with these disorders are similar. For example, ideas of reference, paranoia, magical thinking, odd beliefs, and abnormal perceptual experiences. That one's probably the closest to the idea of the delusion. So are narcissistic beliefs ever delusional? Technically, no, because of the way we define the word delusion, essentially because of where we draw the line between non-delusional and delusional thinking. But certainly, a lot of the beliefs that narcissists maintain are irrational and illogical. In a sense, they may not technically represent delusional thinking, but they can be every bit as concerning from the point of view of other people. 
Delusional thinking can certainly be unsafe, but narcissistic beliefs can be unsafe as well. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.